If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Omer Javed. Uh, support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get an extra podcast over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. If you are looking for a way to support the show, there are a lot of ways that you can do it. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There you're going to find all kinds of ways that you can support the show. One way that you can support the show is by checking out OP Seat. Uh, there's a link there at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And if you want to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you, you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OP seat. You get $10 off your gaming chair. Uh, I'm sitting in one right, right now and it's fantastic. So a game that it's actually the game that caused me to buy my PS4, uh, was final fantasy 15. Uh, I had seen lots of stuff about it. I had uh, uh, watched a couple of streams. I was very, very um, interested in it. I've always been a fan of the Final Fantasy games, although I haven't, tr- I haven't played all of them. Uh, I, I think I started with Final Fantasy VII uh, on the PlayStation, and I was completely absorbed by that game. Uh, I skipped Final Fantasy VIII because. I think at that point I, I had traded in my PlayStation for a Nintendo 64, um, unless Final Fantasy VIII was on PS2, in which case at that point I was using a GameCube. It's not really important. The, the, the point is is that I didn't have the console to play Final Fantasy VIII. By all uh, accounts, I wasn't really missing much, so you know, not a big deal. I've heard that that game's kind of garbage. Even though I own it, I have it on Steam, I haven't played it yet. Um... Uh, Final Fantasy IX, I never played. Final Fantasy X, I own a copy of that. I've played a little of it. I actually think I own two copies of that. I've played a little of it, and uh, it just it's one of those things that I got this year and haven't had a chance to really jump in and spend some real time on that game. Uh, so even if I start playing again, I'm going to have to start at the beginning just so that I can learn how to play again. Uh, Final Fantasy XI... I had many hours playing that because that's an MMO and that's kind of where my wheelhouse is. And then Final Fantasy XII, I didn't have a PlayStation, so I couldn't play it. Uh, Final Fantasy XIII, I had uh, Xbox 360. I played that right up until my save data uh, got corrupted and I had to start over. And I said, nope, I'm done with that game. Uh, Again, Final Fantasy XIV was an MMO, so I played a lot of that. And then Final Fantasy XV... Uh, is the reason that I picked up a PS4, and uh, I played that and really had a lot of fun with it. I didn't finish it, uh, mostly because I just had too much stuff going on, you know, between uh, doing the podcast and streaming on Twitch and all that other stuff. It it just was something that I didn't have time for. Um, 
And then they announced, I mean, there was all this uh, consternation about whether or not that game was coming to the Nintendo Switch, uh, mostly because they had made this pocket edition for mobile phones. Uh, my son had uh, seen like an ad for that or something on his iPad, and he asked if he could, if he could, he could download it. And I said, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. So he, he installed that and he played the first chapter and, and he was, he was saying, well, can I get the rest? And I was like, well, you can if you, if you really want to spend your money on that. But I have the rest of the game with the, like the full graphics on the PS4. So you can just play it there if you want. And he did. He, he lost interest pretty quickly. Uh, but that's not a big surprise. I mean, he's, he's 10. Um, so, or at the time he was nine. Uh, so Final Fantasy Pocket Edition, you know, when they first announced that, it was it, it was definitely something that was in the rumor mill, this is coming to the Switch. Well, now it's official. Uh, Final Fantasy uh, 15 Pocket Edition HD. Are they trying to go for the longest title uh, ever? I don't know. But it is now been announced for the Nintendo Switch. I saw this uh, story over on Nintendo Insider. Um, it is going to be coming out uh, soon. We don't have an actual date yet, but it looks pretty good. I don't know if it's something that I'm interested. Uh, it's got a weird art style. I've, I'm not really a fan of this art style. Although, to be fair, I wasn't really a super fan of how the graphics looked on the PS4 version. Yes, the graphics were good. Yes, things looked really cool, but I tend to like things that are more stylized instead of super realistic looking. Uh, I feel like that tends to hold up better. And uh, Square Enix really went for the realism in the graphics. Um, and it just... I can see all of the, all of the flaws. It's kind of like an uncanny valley kind of thing. Would this appeal to me more? I don't know because I don't like that chibi style. I'm not a fan of it. Um, I do know that my son will see this and he'll he'll probably ask for it because he really liked what he played on his iPad. Um, I'm trying to decide. Like he he tends to prefer his iPad over. Um, over his switch just because it has a bigger screen. So he might actually just say, Hey, can, you know, if, if he sees this, it might remind him of that. And he might say, can I get this on the iPad? I don't know. Um, kid Curdy in chat says the longest video game title is summer colored high school, adolescent record, a summer at school on an Island where I contemplate how the first day after I transferred, I ran into a childhood friend. I've lost interest. I'm not reading the rest of that. That's really a title. That's insane. That's that's crazy. Uh, but anyway, I, I think that uh, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition, I think it'll probably sell pretty well on the Switch. Um, I, I, I'm very curious as to how the combat works because, you know, they're they're switching from switching. I'm not going for a, a joke there. Uh, they're switching from a uh, kind of behind the character kind of vibe to a top down vibe. And I I don't know how well the, the combat is going to translate. One thing I will say is I'm far more interested in playing it on the Switch than I am on my phone or an iPad just because I have tactical control, tactile, not tactical. I have tactile controls that I can feel in my hands. And I think that that's a really good thing. 
Uh, T-Bond222 in chat says something really, really interesting. Uh, they said, Final Fantasy games are way too long for me. And T-Bond, I'm with you on that. I n- almost never finish games. Uh, I don't have time to finish games and then try the new ones that are coming out. I play as much of a game as I need to in order to feel like, yeah, I enjoyed my time with that. I don't have to play anymore. And I don't feel bad about that. I don't feel bad about not finishing um, a game. It used to be where it... my, My attitude seems to have changed over the years, but it used to be that I would say, if I'm going to watch something or read something or play something, I have to do all of it. You know, I start at the beginning, go all the way through to the end. And I... You know, I don't feel like that anymore, mostly because who has time for that? Um, There was uh, my wife and I were watching Iron Fist and we're we were we have kind of been watching all of the the Marvel TV shows that are on Netflix, you know, Daredevil, Luke Cage, all of them. And uh, we really, really liked all of them. And then Iron Fist came out. We watched like the first half of the first season. And we were just kind of bored. The fight scene choreography was kind of met, and it wasn't really super interesting. I thought that the acting was good and the writing was okay, but uh, overall, I mean, the villains were just too villainous for me, and it just kind of bothered me. And so uh, we ended up just saying, "Ah, we're gonna we're gonna stop watching that." And then the defenders came on. And I, I said to my wife, I said, well, do you want to go back and finish watching Iron Fist before we watch Defenders? And we both kind of agreed we can skip that and just move on to Defenders and uh, and, and enjoy that show instead. And sure enough, the, the people who made the show, they got us caught up. They caught us up on what we needed to know. And I think that that was great. So when you say Final Fantasy games are too long for me, just try and keep in mind that you don't have to finish it if you're not having fun with it anymore. Uh, but if you don't pick up a game because it's a long game, then you might be missing out on some really fun stuff that happens at the beginning. You, you never know. Um, so anyway, uh, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition HD is released or announced for the Nintendo Switch. And I think that that is a very, very interesting thing. Uh, something else that's very interesting, and this this is courtesy of Deadlock in our Discord. If you want to join our community Discord, you absolutely should. Uh, just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, and, um, or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com and click on it. And uh, you can join the community and, and have awesome conversations with, with cool people. Uh, but Deadlock dropped this in uh, in our Discord, and uh, this is that Civilization VI is coming to the Nintendo Switch, uh, and I think that this is really interesting. Uh, Civ games, you know, they're traditionally mouse and keyboard kind of things, but I remember playing on my Xbox 360. I don't know which... Um, I can't remember the name of it. I don't remember which version. I think it's Civilization Revolutions. I played that on my Xbox 360, and I had a ton of fun with that game. This is coming via JapaneseNintendo.com, which they tend to have an inside scoop on stuff quite often. 
although it says here that it was an announcement by Take Two Interactive. I I guess I could have looked at, looked that up myself to uh, uh, quote the original source, but um, you know, Sid Meier's Civilization VI. If you've never played these games, these are games that could be incredibly engrossing. Uh, you go through and you play as uh, world leaders from Earth's history, and you basically take your your civilization from uh, from like the Neolithic era all the way up into launching people into space. And um, it's the type of game that there's a little part of my brain someplace that says, you're going to love this. And so I, I always end up picking them up and then I play a few matches and I, they, they just get too long for me. And, you know, I have to stop. I come back and I come back the next time and I'm like, oh, wait a second. I don't remember what I was doing. I kind of lost track of things and it just doesn't grab a hold of me the way it does other people. I've got a friend who plays Civilization 4. He still plays Civilization 4 and he keeps a notebook and he basically writes down the history of what happens to his civilization as he plays uh trying to make up stories i mean he he likes to write uh so he tries to make up stories as he goes about you know a person who is in this platoon or whatever uh it's pretty cool um it's not something i would ever do but a lot of people you know they can get really pulled into civ like that and to have that game on the go that's a really important thing. And in fact, just now, just now when I just said that, having that on the go could be the game changer. Because being able to take your game with you and continue uh, when you're out doing other stuff or, you know, you're sitting down and you're watching, uh, you know, Iron Fist Season 2, which is just about to come out. You're sitting down and watching that. Uh, you could just be sitting there and plot, plotting out your moves in Civ. Oh, man. I may have to buy this. I don't know that I want to, but I may have to. What do you guys think? As Nintendo begins to take on new forms, it's important that we can measure how addictive they truly are. Well, both of those stories kind of had something in common. Uh, and what they had in common is I bet you that those were both things that were going to be focused on in the canceled or postponed Nintendo Direct. Uh, so, you know... Final Fantasy 15 and uh, Civ 6, uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, like those three games, those are going to be three games that I expect that will be uh, heavily featured in the Nintendo Direct, which is rumored to be coming out on the 13th, which is, I'm looking at my calendar now, Thursday, rumored to be coming out on the 13th, so they postponed it a week. Um, I don't, that's just a rumor that's been nothing official from Nintendo. And there's been other stuff that has been kind of leaked by third parties that I, I don't want to use the traditional word of leak because it's not like somebody's going against the plan. It's probably that somebody forgot to uncheck something that was supposed to post, supposed to post, that was supposed to be posted. There we go. That sounds better at a certain time. And, uh, you know, when Nintendo, <clears throat> excuse me, when Nintendo canceled the Direct, all these other uh, gaming companies that they're working with, you know, they have 
to make sure that they go on Facebook, they go on Twitter, they go on uh, Instagram, they go on any other social network that you can think of and make sure that they say, don't post this, don't post that. And if anybody misses something, then it's going to get posted. And that kind of is where I think some of these leaks are coming from. Um, so I expect the delay in the Nintendo Direct to mean that we're going to have a few less surprises. Uh, but I'm still looking forward to hearing a full, um, a, a full first party, uh, big deal, uh, jumping up and down something from Nintendo, uh, instead of just focusing on third party stuff. Uh, Mikey B playing in chat says, I bet the direct is coming. Uh, I bet the direct, let me re reread this. I bet the direct this coming week. My best guess, if after that, it would be too late for Nintendo Online, right? That makes That's a really good point. The, the fact that um, they have to explain what's going on with Nintendo Online before the second half of September means that they can't wait too long in the Direct because I completely expect that uh, at least a third of it will be tied up with explaining exactly what it is that we're going to be getting for... Uh, are 20 bucks a year. Uh, at least that's how I'm looking at it. Uh, Kid Curdy says, I read that there will be Smash news, uh, but they said the site for Smash Brothers will be updated after, but no update. Uh, well, you know, Nintendo can, can easily control what they do. They can't very well control what third parties do, which is why Nintendo tends to be such a secretive company, kind of like Apple. Um, I would say that I would almost guarantee that at the end of the direct, which is supposed to be like 40 minutes, which is a, a pretty long one, considering we just had three other directs uh, in less than a month, I believe. Um, I expect at the end of that 30 whatever minute um, Nintendo direct that we're going to have a character reveal or something like that from Sakurai. Uh, but I said that in the last episode, so I don't want to jump right back into it. Uh, something else that has been uh, talked about a bunch this week is something that I definitely want to uh, discuss um, is cloud saves. And there's kind of been some back and forth stuff going on with cloud saves. Uh, first off, there was a rumor uh, posted on Nintendo Life. Uh, and it, it, it was basically a developer who works on Nintendo Switch games uh, reached out to to Nintendo Life to tell them a little bit more about what what that is like for the Nintendo Switch, and uh, they said, and I'm going to quote their their stuff, but you should definitely check um, follow the link in the show notes and check out what they have to say there. Uh, it says all existing games will default to enabled. I specifically asked Nintendo about that and had that response. If a developer or publisher wants an existing game not to support it, they have to ask. Then they said, when sub submitting a game, you are encouraged to enable cloud saves. You have to have a good reason not to support it. All right. So what would be a good reason not to support it? Well, that came from Nintendo. Uh, there was a Game Informer article that was then update. I'm sorry, updated by Nintendo. The Game Informer article... Oh my God, I can't talk today. The uh, Game Informer article 
was uh, talking about how there will be multiple Switch games, including first-party games like Splatoon, like Pokemon, like Dark Souls, that won't have cloud saves. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were upset about this. And I, I, this is going to be, well, I was, this was going to be the bulk of the show, but I'm already at 20 minutes, so I can't go too long with it. Uh, but this will be the rest of the show. How's that? Um, why would we not want to have cloud saves? And here's what Nintendo said. Here's Nintendo's response. Uh, this is again, this is on Game Informer. And it says here, the vast majority of Nintendo Switch games will support save data cloud backup. However, in certain games, this feature would make it possible to, for example, regain items that had been traded to other players or revert to a higher online multiplayer ranking that that had been lost. To ensure fair play, save data cloud backup may not be enabled for such games. To ensure that save data cloud backups cannot be used to unfairly affect online multiplayer rankings, the feature will not be enabled on Splatoon 2. All right, so when I first read that, my very first thought was, well, that makes sense. But the more that I thought about it, the more that I think that is just a cop-out. Yes, there are cheaters in games, and being able to reload your save would allow people to uh, keep their rank even if they lost in the game. That is, however, unless Nintendo did what most online-focused games do. So, for instance, when I play World of Warcraft, which is an online game, and when I'm playing that game, all of my stuff is on the server. There is no save game stored on my computer. I can't reload if if my character gets killed or fails a quest. I cannot reload that because all of that stuff is stored on the server. And the idea that Nintendo says, well, we can't do that for... for uh, well, the, the idea that Nintendo says, look, we don't want cheaters to be able to exploit the system. Well, then Nintendo should be housing the saves or the stuff... Like that stuff should just be tied to my account and online, and I and, and you know I was talking about about that and what jumped out to me, or I was thinking about that, not talking about that, and what jumped out to me was the switch is not always connected. Well, okay, that's a fair point, but even if the switch is not always connected, you could take the single player part and have that save data backed up locally and then do the cloud sync with that and the multiplayer stuff shouldn't even be on my system it never should be if i play hearthstone on my computer and i am i i win a match and then i log out and i log in on my ipad and I uh, play the next game, it knows that I want to match. I didn't have to upload my cloud saves to the cloud and then download it to my iPad. That's because all of that information is stored on the computer. All of it. There's no reason for that stuff to be on our systems. And it's ridiculous that Nintendo 
is instead of doing this the right way, they're being cheap about it because now Nintendo is expecting us to pay $20 a year and yet they're not providing this <laughs> the stuff that we have been clamoring for for some of their most most popular games. I mean, I understand why you would st- why you would store um single player game data like Breath of the Wild on my system and then allow me to cloud back it up. But for a multiplayer focused game like Splatoon 2, don't do anything locally, do it all on the server. Same thing goes for uh Pokemon. When you are trading, simply, I mean, first off, if you're doing a trade over the internet, <sighs> I don't know how to say this. If you're doing a trade, require an internet connection. If that's what you have to do in order to have people have their stuff backed up, I think that, I think that that's worth it. Um, T-Bond22 says, The problem is we're talking about Nintendo. I love them, but they don't do these types of things well. And you're right. They don't do these types of things well. This is the thing that Nintendo is worst at. They are worst at online services, and it's something that they, if they could just hire somebody to do it for them, then it would be wonderful. Uh, but right now, Nintendo is doing it themselves, and they are—they—they just suck at it. They're so bad at it. This is something that should have launched day one. If they wanted us to pay for it, they should have launched day one. And I, I'm not upset that they're that we're paying for it. I want to make sure that that's clear. I think it's fair for us to pay twenty dollars a year, which is essentially it is a pittance compared to the other ones, uh, to have access to playing games online because that does require money to do. Um, I understand that, and I'm fine with that. What I'm not fine with is just the ridiculous two steps forward, 47 steps back that Nintendo always tends to do. And, you know, when Nintendo does something awesome, I'm the first one to praise them for it. Uh, There have been people who have um, reviewed the show and said that I am just a mouthpiece for Nintendo, that I always say that they do great things, and I never criticize them. Uh, But I think that's untrue, because when they screw up like this, I feel like I hold their feet to the fire and I tell them and I say exactly what I think is the fact that they got to get their stuff together. It's ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. Um, T-Bond 22 or 222 says, do they care that much? Well, I don't think that they care that much because I don't know if it's a Japanese culture thing or not. Uh, I really don't. But here... In the U.S., like, these are really, really big deals. And Nintendo is a very traditional Japanese company. And I don't know if that's what's going on here or not. Because even though Sony is also a uh, traditional, or I'm sorry, is also a Japanese company, I feel like they're far more Western than 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 Nintendo is. N- Nintendo is much more Eastern in the way that they do things. Uh, at least that's the, how it, it jumps out uh, to me. Uh, I think that it's ridiculous that they're not going to be supporting this on some of their biggest games. And uh, Kid Curdy in chat says, Nintendo is Nintendo. We can't expect too much of a change, sadly. 
while I think that you're right, we won't we can't expect much of a change. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't voice our opinions and tell them that we're not happy with this. Because the fact that they're saying, well, we can't back up your saves because of cheaters, that just that just to me, it feels like the lazy way out. And using the lazy way out when they're asking us to pay them for these features seems really, really shady to me. Uh, and I don't like it. Uh, but that's that's just me. Frogger, Sega's arcade game, now a home video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. If you did not check out the music for today's episode yet, you absolutely should. You can find it over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. The music was Castlevania Vampire Killer by uh box monkey studios uh so again go to runjumpstomp.com slash music and check out their stuff if you want to check out the live show you can do so by heading on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp or you can watch the videos after the fact if you can't make it to the live show at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp if you're looking to support my content check out runjumpstomp.com slash thank you uh all the links there help me provide more content uh, before we get out of here, I want to list a couple of ways that you can get a hold of me. Uh, you can get a hold of me through uh, Twitter at RunJumpStomp, Instagram, Run underscore Jump underscore Stomp. Maybe there's an underscore after that, too. I can't remember. Um, you can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. You can email me, uh, Bill at RunJumpStomp.com. And um, that's pretty much it. In fact, somebody uh, messaged me. Uh, it was a patron. I, I a patron. I had a new patron today or yesterday. I can't remember now. And I reached out to them and said, thank you so much for the support. And uh, they said, oh, thank you for doing the show. I've, I've listened to uh, every episode uh, in the last couple of months because they just found the show. And I was like really flabbergasted. And, and I, I decided to check and see how much that is. Uh, after 235 episodes and I, I, I did the math and it comes out to five days, well, over five days of content. So you would have, if you want to listen to Nintendo Switchcraft from the start, uh, that would take you five days to listen to all of it, which is insane. Uh, Kid Curdy in chat said something at the very beginning uh, that they were listening to all of the old episodes as well. Uh, so you've got a lot ahead of you, my friend. Uh, five days of uh, this bald weirdo talking to you. Uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Thank you guys uh, for listening, and and uh, big thank you to the live chat. It wouldn't be the same without you guys, as you know, because the last couple of episodes have not been live. Uh, because I've been siding my house. But anyway, let's thank the live chatters. We've got Kodiak Moonwolf here, Vaxer, Corona G8, uh, Frankenstein Gaming, Hopple, Kid Curdy, Kimbalina66, Lawworthy, Link31254, who just subscribed for 15 months in a row. Uh, Frankenstein Gaming just subscribed on Twitch. Thank you very much for that. Mapeach3 subscribed yesterday, I believe. Uh, I wasn't live, but it popped up, so thank you for that. Mikey B. Plan. Raptor James, uh, Super 80s, T-Bond 222, VNK, Virgo Pros, and Zentira, who I know in real life. Uh, thank you guys so much. You're awesome. I will see you all next time. Bye-bye.